It's pie. Oh, I'll give you some space. <laughs> Check the time. We, we got 20 after. Are we? Is it going now? Super about? How about now? Uh, it's now? People love this kind of a thing. There's so many podcasts these days that you have to distinguish yourself in the opening. And one thing I like to do is a variation of, oh, I didn't know you were there. Or, oh, thanks for listening in. Or, oh, hope you act, you enjoy my acting surprise guy. Oh, here's a pleasant surprise. Oh, here's someone you don't want to see. Oh, you. <laughs> Who needs you? Where did you come from? <laughs> this is it. Time for the proper intro, sir. I think you shouldn't even do an intro. I think we should just close it there. And I plug my dates. And this will become viral. Even though I can't get my own viruses to go viral. Who's with me? Who is with me? Uh, if you're not with me, at least don't be against me because I'm exhausted from all my all the enemies. Episode number 158, No Laugh Track Podcast. I'm here. Uh, my name is Justin Severson, and thank you to Circle of Heat for letting us play their music there, as always. If you didn't hear last week, uh, we had two guests, Greg Coleman and Trevor Anderson. Trevor, of course, from the band Circle of Heat. You can uh, learn a lot more about those two fellas. But this week is what it's all about. He's back. He's been on the show several times. He's, he's an awesome guy. His name is Andy Kindler. Thank you. And I've been on the show several times, and yet it doesn't build up any momentum for either you, your <laughs> podcast, nor do the, does, it, do, do the, does the Andy Kindler fan base. When I say fan base, I spell it phonetically. P-F-A-N. <laughs> they don't listen to... They'll listen to me on a podcast if they happen to be um, on it themselves. <laughs> so do this. And last night, on Wednesday night, I have a contest week, and I assume everybody, all the comedians brought audience members. Last so, night, Tuesday. Yeah, so there was like about a third of the crowd. Maybe there was a third. I, mean, I don't know. I, maybe there were four people. It could have been four people. It could have been 45 people. But I know I didn't draw one person. <laughs> and I, I, I understand it's a slow build, Minneapolis. It's a slow build. You know, I've only been coming here for about 15 years <laughs> 15 years. So I'm not expecting immediately to get a, to get a following. No, but those uh, first those newbies, those first timers doing the contest. Well, thanks I'm, to them bringing in their friends. Well, yeah, and also I'm a lost leader. I'm uh, Lewis <laughs> uh, and I have talked about it. I'm the comic you bring in on uh in fact, I heard that they consulted uh with the Almanac people. Uh -huh. To figure out that this was going to be the nicest weekend of the summer when they booked me. <laughs> so. that, would that be the farmer's almanac? Yeah, that was that was the joke I was going for. I'll <laughs> tell you that. And I'm going to write it down because uh, I'm going to write down that. I like the almanac people. Uh, and that means I'm not listening back to my own podcast again. Because uh, I think that's kind of like uh, creepy to, to listen back to your own podcast. Especially naked. <laughs> Are you actually going to tweet that out like right now, or are you just saving? No, I just want. I like the the almanac people. I like that. Okay. And if I don't have it, and my new thing is, why bring a pen uh, anymore? Because that that's helpful. 
Like that Mitch, I love that Mitch Hedberg joke where he says, uh, if I have a good idea, I reach for a pen. If there's not a pen near me, I convince myself it was not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me trying to do an impression. Well, that is actually me trying to do an impression, but I didn't, I didn't sell it. I'm going to, for the rest of this podcast, act drunk. Take it away. <laughs> Don't you? Is language, uh, is saucy language considered cool? <laughs> saucy language? Sauce it up. Hey, I love you, fucking. I am not drunk, you fucking shaman, <laughs> I, too, I, ha, Where is Otis from the Andy and Mayberry show? <laughs> All right, I got bored. I don't know how Forster Brooks did it. I'm already... Do you remember Forster Brooks? I know uh, uh, only from the... He's from the Roasts is how I would know him, maybe? Yes, you would know him from the Roasts. And I'm going to tell you a thing now, and I'm sorry for doing this because you haven't done your, your whole... Uh, uh, open you don't really do with letters from the editor uh, fan uh, uh, stuff fans sent you this week yeah thank you Peggy Olson which I think is a name from Mad Men uh, we're, we're digging into the grab bag right now we're digging into the grab bag and don't forget to call all day today for Y95 funny fans stickers and uh, you can get some Sklar Brothers tickets to the guy, and they'll be coming to the Verizon Wire though coming out uh, so uh, Sklar Brothers tickets <laughs> <laughs> I want that on my tombstone. He he could never get Sklar Brother tickets. So, Forster Brooks, and this is my last monologue, and I'm going to actually pretend to listen to your questions. <laughs> While, again, thinking about where did my career go wrong. Exactly. This is a good turnout. You're a good turnout. We have our, an audi- our audience of one, an unintentional audience of one. So, Forster Brooks, he used to pretend he was drunk, but he wasn't really drunk. And everybody thought that was very impressive, which I thought was the least impressive thing I've ever heard. He does a good drunk guy. All right. Well, many people do. So don't most people think he was really drunk? Uh, that most people. Do, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was that good that people did think he was drunk. But when comment, when people talk about him or anybody says, and you know, he didn't really drink. They always seem to bring that up as a as a something to uh, distinguish him by. So he had these. And this is going to be. And if there's any uh, ladies. Uh, this anybody who gets easily triggered. <laughs> this is not. I do not say. I'm not portraying this story as. Uh, I'm just. I'm just giving you the news of of an actual thing that was on TV. It was a commercial for uh, Foster Brooks's series, his VHS series, and he was on the commercial. He's died since then, but he does a joke. He says, "And get Foster Brooks new. Uh, get the whole collective Foster Brooks." And he says, uh, "My first wife died from." Eating poison mushrooms. Burr, burr. My second wife died from getting hit over the head with a shovel. Burr. She wouldn't eat the mushrooms. <laughs> so, we can all agree that when we're all liquored up a couple hours into the Foster Brooks show, we're all going to be on the floor when we hear that. <laughs> but is that the, the excerpt you want to... Middle America to hear. <laughs> she wouldn't eat. I basically, if anybody missed it, I'm working to the audience. The pre- in that joke, he uh, hits his hits his second wife, kills his second wife with a shovel, because he killed his first wife by not just feeding her the forcing her to eat poison mushrooms, which is really sadistic. Second wife wouldn't do it. 
because ever since she married him, whenever he would serve mushrooms, she remembered how the first one. <laughs> okay, but that's fantastic. You can't write that, folks. No, I can just you can just relate it. I thought I was really there. That was beautiful. You mean there? When you say there, you mean getting hit over the head with a shovel, or do you mean <laughs> there in front of your television? Or there? No. Yes, you could. I created the scene. Like like Kathy Griffin creates a story with the phony details. <laughs> I created a scene. Where are my gays? <laughs> They're not your gays, Kathy Griffin. They are not your gays. Stop I, objectifying everything. <laughs> she blocked me. Kathy Griffin blocked me. For, a, really? Yeah, it's a country song I'm working on, but it really happened. <laughs> I feel like last year I was talking about who blocked me. Oh, my do- God. Are there, are there updates? Who hasn't blocked me is what my uh, memoir is going to be called. <laughs> has Donald Trump blocked you? No, I wish he would. Well, no, I, I want to be able to read his drivel. Yeah. So when you they block you, all you get is a stupid picture of them. Uh, William Shatner blocked me. What? Yeah. William Shatner. Did you go after him after missing uh, the, who died? No, oh, the Nimoy. funeral. Leonard Nimoy, no, but it ties. He missed in. Nimoy's funeral. He missed Nimoy's funeral, but it actually ties into that because, you know, people will RT something somebody said, yeah. and, uh, you know, I'm a Weisenheimer. I'm a wise guy. I'm just, I'll make a, a joke off of the thing. It's not, it's just making a joke. Yeah. I might even care what the thing is. So he starts saying, if you want to vol, if you want to, this was his tweet, if you want to volunteer for my horse show, please contact the volunteers at 213 volunteer. So I say, how much does it pay? That's how I would re- I reply. It's innocuous. Right. He says volunteer. <laughs> I say, what does it pay? <laughs> he comes back to me. Are you making fun of my daughter's charity? Oh, boy. Despicable. Oh, boy. And then he blocks me, right? Well, first of all, I know that he doesn't, he obviously doesn't, he thinks I'm studying his tweets all day long. Oh, oh, this is the follow-up to his uh, daughter's uh, charity horse tweet. This is the last time I'm going to take it. I'm going to give him a barb back to mock his daughter. Oh, your daughter does charity? What an idiot. (laughs) Your daughter is for that stupid charity. You're known for calling out people involved in charity. Yeah, that's my thing. So then I just got, and I said something to him like, I did not, wasn't talking about your daughter's charity, you pathetic troll. And uh, something like and something like that. And then uh, but then I so it ties in because he said he couldn't go to Len- Leonard Nimoy's funeral because he had to do a charity event. So this is, you know, he's always doing these fucking charity yeah. events and the and and people do charity events, but can't stop talking about their charity and how much charity and those people are doing it for their own narcissistic, yes. uh, egomaniacal reasons. Correct. And stop it. I mean, when I do all of my voluminous, if that's the right word, charity work, I don't make a big deal out of it. March of Dimes. <laughs> Jews for Jesus. UNICEF. I raise money to have Jews become more into Jesus. <laughs> to, Jews for Jesus. That meeting is after this. So I, brought my, I brought my friend here. <laughs> Hindus on the fence. Please raise money for Hindus on the fence. There are many Hindus who don't know if they want to celebrate their religion because it's an ancient one and they want to appear more hip. We raise money to uh, build Hindu temples and also to up the... I love when people say uh, 
not the Hindus are uh, into ISIS, but I don't do segues. But <laughs> I, uh, I love that ISIS, those promos, that's why they're becoming terrorists, because of their glossy, flashy promos. I don't think that's why people end up killing somebody and killing every uh, innocent people. You know what? I would, wouldn't do it, but they the, the design of their advertisements, I mean... To die for. They drew me in. I'm, su- I'm a sucker for good graphics. I like color photos. Yeah. I like co- I like flags. <laughs> I like, here's a segue. I am going to try one. I like following you on Twitter because, and we've talked about it, because you're, go- you're always going after people. I do go for- after people, and- but not in a way like uh, I'm a good person. <laughs> you, you <laughs> I, are- just short- I just short-circuited my bullshit. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> Thank you. I, uh... This one was just from yesterday, and it was a uh, you retweeted somebody that was uh, uh, sending a message to Donald Trump. And you mean copied the link to tweet? That that is correct. It took me four, 15 years in a workshop this, to learn how to do it. This is a copied link to tweet uh, from a fella. And he says, "Dear ESPN, do dear ESPN." Yeah, he's right. I love the. This is the. I love the ego on on the 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 world that this man is living in yes. in his own head. Dear at ESPN. Due to your inaccurate statements about what the uh, at real Donald Trump said, I will no longer get my sporting news from you. And your response is fucking priceless. <laughs> sporting news? Question mark. Sounds like you're a real sporting enthusiast. ESPN doesn't need you or want you. Enjoy Fox News. <laughs> yeah. And there's never the slam part is never the funnier part. You suck. But the part where I will not dear as dear at ESPN. I am will not get my sporting news. Would you please turn on the telly for some sporting news? And then you go to this guy's. Uh, of course, then I go to the guy's timeline to see what kind of crap he's oh, yeah, that's swinging. Fun. And it's all he's all like uh, Jesus. Uh, and I happen to believe in this. Jesus would not have enjoyed this guy. It's like Jesus this, Jesus that, but all the most intolerant nonsense. You know, let me again invoke Jesus as I reject gay marriage. Exactly. He, and then the, another one from Donald Trump. Jesus uh, officiated at gay marriages. Read your New Testament. <laughs> the, uh, this is a tweet from Donald Trump. She, he says, dear, I think, Mara Lazen. I think she works for NPR. Oh, I don't even remember. It. I didn't answer this. Did no, I? you didn't. This is just one uh, that I found. Dear Mara Mara Liason. Mara Liason. There we go. I greatly appreciate your fairness. My history shows I never disappoint. Looking forward to meeting you soon. I want your comments, Andy Kindler, on Donald Trump never disappointing. Well, wait a second. First of all, is he being sarcastic with her? I I, I don't know. This is a, a more license. Used to be on NPR. Mm-hmm. You can't go from NPR to Fox News. Cannot happen. Right. If you go on Fox News, you have invalidated <laughs> your position. And there and I, and I say this knowing that there are actually. A good, you know, there are maybe good reporters. And I know there are a couple of good reporters. And I understand that people need to make a living. But this moralize. Don't push it, moralizing. Don't push it. Oh, I was on NPR. And I'm on Fox News. I'm comfortable with that. I think she's still on NPR. I'm I think in, so. I'm From her bio, it said she is. I'm incensed. And, and she said something positive about Trump. She, uh, I greatly appreciate your fairness. My history shows I never disappoint. Was his? Uh, uh, he never disappoints. Well, first of all, anybody who talks about their own 
uh, he's not in charge of his ability to disappoint. Other people just <laughs> other people That's have decided point. that on their own. That's believe me, point. I have no. I've never disappointed anyone. You, everyone. You, first of all. Whatever he says means when he says I'm the greatest, it means that inside this little crying baby, I'm a, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. If you take away my money, which is uh, highly leveraged, I'm nothing. Did what you, a oh, moral liason. Ugh. Did you read uh, his? Uh, that's that's a cutting edge political commentary. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> No one listens to this podcast. How many people? How many hits are we, are we getting recently? <laughs> I'm becoming the world's mo- the most annoying curmudgeon, <laughs> the most obnoxious man ever. Hey, let me tell you something. Nobody, li- no, I got no following. I was with you. I was hoping you'd bring something to the table. How many? Uh, hit, how off many, the uh, off how the- many hits you get? Off the uh, mic here, I will tell you about the comic that came here that was very serious when he asked me that question and didn't, I don't think, wanted to do the show. Yeah. All right. Before we start. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the work, Acme. But before we start, let me find out exactly what kind of numbers you guys are generating. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'm an important man. Do uh, you know what I would be doing? I got to go rent a bike. You know what I would be doing now? I'd be ho- uh, yelling at the TV. And what are you bringing me in for? Anyway, I apologize for... How many hits do we get? Uh, Why we, am I asking it? I don't care how many hits we get. Yeah. Why do I care? What is it? I tweet something. Uh, all I care about is how many reach... Seven years ago, I wasn't having emotional breakdowns, worry about how many RTs I was getting. How much sleep are you getting get these days, I a lot days, of RTs. Oh, I thought you were asking how many RTs. How, many, uh, oh, how much sleep of- are you getting? What's that? How much sleep are you getting these days? No, none. How much is none sleep? <laughs> how much is zero sleep at night? What does that add up to on a weekly basis? My my, my dad was a math teacher. Zero, none plus none <laughs> is none. Well, here's what I mean. Look, there are times when my rage, if my if I get my rage to merge with my uh, sense of loss, uh, I think I can uh, doze off for about ten minutes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the laughs are coming from all now over I this room. No, I feel terrible. I apologize to the uh, to the listener of this podcast. <laughs> to the listener, first of all, you know what I love about this podcast is the catchy titles of every episode, such as "Hey, it's one fifty-eight. Thank you. It's one fifty-eight of the uh, no no laugh track. Very good. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No laugh. Are you kidding me? It's trending since I paid. Money to Google to make a trend. <laughs> I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna for some reason overbuy, like spend fifteen thousand dollars today online to insinuate, come see me to Acme into everybody's timeline. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Have you seen Andy at Acme? You who lives in Tulsa. <laughs> Are we doing a simulcast? No, we should be. All right. We should be. I'm now going to leave the uh, domination mode uh, of the guy who has to just keep going on and on. I can't make room for uh, others. And now I'm going to become a distinguished, respected guest. I've been, I've been wanting to try um, Periscope during the show here, but I worry that I don't have a good Wi-Fi connection. Do you ever do Periscope? I do uh, Microscope. <laughs> I put microscope. I put my feelings under a microscope, <laughs> which you can view. 
Again, that's something I should write down. I'm going to see if I can cover up the fact that I'm writing something down with higher quality banter. <laughs> What's up with the weather here? It was nice that I was able to come here during the good week. <laughs> you see? I do think we're on a streak of you showing up in wearing uh, shorts. Uh, wait a second. Now, this is the second comment I have gotten concerning uh, shorts. And that, when you, if I get two in a row... That means uh, something? Uh, well, I start to feel a little self-conscious. Now, what is it? Is it that my legs are so strong and sinewy? Sinewy? Is that what it is? Well, you see, uh, you go, oh, my God, is that Roger Federer coming in for an interview? <laughs> did he run here or hop here? Yes. What, did he just finish a, a half marathon? <laughs> and when I say finish a half marathon, I mean watching a DVD. <laughs> Did he just watch it? Oh, uh, come on, guys. This is good. Now, if anybody, if a listener really cared, they would excerpt my best lines. <laughs> are you uh, Are you working on your stuff for Montreal, State of the Industry right this now? This is what I do every every time I'm here. Yeah. It's always but because I am a lost leader. Correct. Uh, and uh, I, go, I go here, come here every summer during the uh, annual canoe trip. <laughs> this weekend, how many people live in town? Uh, Minneapolis, hundred and some thousand, something like that. Uh, according to the logo, the Star Tribune, tri- uh, the Star Tribune, according to the very thin edition, according. Hey, Tuesday's edition of the Star Tribune, you can see through it. <laughs> hey, do you like? Do you wish the front cover of your paper also contained the back cover and the rest of the news? <laughs> What? Check out the Star Tribune. That's our new sponsor. We, we haven't. Had Are you one serious? Yet. No. Let me tell you something. That's the kind of uh, of a uh, 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 and I mean it when I say it. I don't mean it mockingly. <laughs> uh, what were you asking me? Oh yes, I, I'm working on my speech for Montreal yeah. right now, and I, I was going to bring note cards and look at. But then, why would I bring the note cards? I was thinking. Because you're probably going to ask me, oh, I know why. Because I would have ideas down there for when you ask me, what are you going to be talking about this year? <laughs> well, I'll That's be a terrible about, question. I, I would never ask that. I will be talking about Entourage the movie. I mean, I was, wasn't sure if, how great it would be. <laughs> I, I, I Could it equal the show, which was a, a, not so much a thrill ride, but a uh, not merely a joy ride, but... You certainly could get through 30 minutes with that show. There's no question about it. <laughs> if someone bet you, I bet you can't last the next 30 minutes. You can put that show on. You're, you're a Johnny drama kind of guy. Yeah, you? that's the that's one of the, uh, the the lines from the movie that is the only line from the movie that, I, that they kept repeating in the promo. So I assume it's supposed to be a joke where he says, uh, I don't want to go back to Queens. I like it out here. I think it's the weather. I like the weather. I like the weather out here. E. E. <laughs> I. Did you see it? No. Yeah. No. Someone once <laughs> gave me every season of uh, Entourage on DVD, and I started watching the first one and didn't finish, and then I sold all the rest of them on Amazon. Oh my god! Because my I couldn't sell mine. I had to use them. To record other movies on top. Of <laughs> I said, "Is this a DVD RW?" 
plus or plus minus. Plus or minus. <laughs> hey, this Entourage series, do you know if they uh, if they left the option for me to put something on top of it? Like um, Ted 2? Ted 2. Is that Why out yet? They... Did we miss that? Or is it's, it still it's, coming? Uh, it's com- First of all, it's coming whether you wanted it to or not. Oh, okay. And... Are there jokes about stuffing? Hey, I'll knock the stuffing out of you. This is a stuffed animal. Why? Why is that movie allowed to be made? I don't know. <laughs> why did that? Why did we have to our free speech this year? Do we have to defend the interview? Is that where we had to put our free speech money? <laughs> I, re- I, regardless of the quality of this, I read that uh, Mark Wahlberg's wife told him, but before the first one, that it was a bad idea. How would anybody find that out? I think he's telling people at, at base after you know because now he can say, "Well, ha, she was wrong. Look at the success this movie had, and that we came back and made a second one." Yeah, but I don't think success. I think uh, uh, most, in many cases, the kind of people who are watching this movie are not the kind of people that you want to associate with. <laughs> They're not the kind of the, if I saw any of these people in a coffee shop, I'd exit. You know what I mean? I'm not an elitist. <laughs> the guy here's the movie his stuffed animal is a friend of his is also a friend of his in real life i did watch the first one and did you it was a laugh a, a laugh an hour no uh, well hour maybe yeah i just can't understand how anybody could you know you could get your own stuffed animal and you could just sit at home and you could go hi cookie <laughs> but the thing i love is that the Jim Henson made a career out of that. If you say put Jim Henson in another sentence with uh, Sean McFarland, no, no, it? no, you, uh, it's not Sean McFarland. Is it? That's a guy from the Seth war. McFarland. Seth McFarland. And they are. There's nothing similar about the two of them. He Jim cut, Henson is a legend. That's true. But yeah. I, I knew you weren't doing that. Yeah. But uh, you know, first of all, Seth McFarland. He he you know he cut his teeth on a show that I wouldn't watch if you tied my head. To a table, either Family Guy, Family Guy is the one where he does a Peter Laurie impression. Yes, yeah. I'm. So, well, why is that legal? He should be in chains. You know, they talk, they talk about solitary confinement and that there's something wrong with it. But what they don't say is that if if he had been put in solitary confinement before uh, the the American guy, or what's it called? Uh, American Dad. No, no, but what was the Family Guy. Yeah, we wouldn't have had. Maybe if he had been isolated, he wouldn't come up with this idea. <laughs> I, I have been, uh, I am proud to say, being here with you on the stage, that I am uh, one that was early, early on I was saying that show sucks. Right. Family Guy. And look where we are. We're right. Doing, uh, we're doing the uh, the No <laughs> Listeners podcast. This right? Is- I'm roasting you guys now. We're, this is a, actually a, a rally I had scheduled to get that show off the air. Uh, which one? Ted 2 or us? <laughs> and by the way, when I find out who that person was, and I, I have several guests, and I have no guesses who the person <laughs> was, I cannot believe there'd be a, there's a comic out there who is unpleasant about the activities that a comic is supposed to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, 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 you would think comics would be just happy to be working. And that we, you know... Oh, I got to get up at noon and walk four feet? <laughs> oh, great. No, thank you. Is it necessary? Hello? 
You see the turnout last night? Nobody. <laughs> and now you want me to do? You want me to do something? We hadn't recorded the show yet. That's why Tuesdays. I can't help Tuesdays. Oh, when's this? When's this drop? Today. I always say today. that to you. Yeah. When does it drop? It, but you have a team of editors, and then it has to go to network standards and practices. <laughs> it has to go to a uh, comedy club slash restaurant. Have a uh, board that listens to this about two or three o'clock. Yes. And then someone says, not enough sticks material. <laughs> we can talk about the menu over at Sticks. Hey, tonight on the, is, is tonight, uh, your specials on Sticks are we have the leave. I was going to do a series of jokes based on a stick. And then all of a sudden, I started to feel my heart. <laughs> I, I felt my heart drop at you the did- prospect. Of coming up with sticks-oriented jokes, and we all, tonight we're go- the special is endstones. <laughs> Stop. And tonight, uh, and and they come with uh, they may break your bones, <laughs> and then the da- the waiter dances, cuts off your tie, and you have a gimmick. This place needs a gimmick. This comedy club needs a gimmick, like hiring like comedians or something. <laughs> That wasn't a slam that the people will come here because everyone knows that the club is fantastic. So was it just a joke? What am I worried about? I'm worried that Lewis Lee, does Lewis allow his last name to be said? Or do we have to cut it out? No, we allow that. All right. Because his real name is uh, 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 Blumenthal. (laughs) Lewis Blumenthal. Obviously. Herman Lewis Blumenthal. (laughs) Herman Lewis Blumenthal. Hermie. And when I first met him, people don't know this. I I, I worked here in the early 90s, and he was a Jewish guy, but now he's covered it up. Mm -hmm. But he was like, hello, Andy. I'm Lewis. My real name is Herman Blumenthal. I hope you enjoy things here. Welcome. Try the kishkas. Try the stuffed derma. And stones. Has anybody, any non-Jews out there, if, if I would recommend, go right for the Jewish delicacies that involve the innermost organs. <laughs> you got your uh, stuffed derma, which is like liver or something. Ugh. Come on, Jews. We've had a depressing enough history. <laughs> Can't we? Do we have to go? Can you stick, stick with the kugel. More kugel, less derma. <laughs> that was named my, my memoir, my first memoir. About me growing up on the Lower East Side in the Yiddish theater. <laughs> Did you, uh, will you be talking about, uh, it's on on demand? No, I haven't spent the money to watch it. But if I will come up with five ninety nine plus tax, I'm going to rent Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. Will that I be making it? I cannot believe that it came, I, I was horrified, I missed it. When did it come out? I don't. It's on demand now. We could, we could leave right now and go watch it. You mean it never went to the theaters? I believe it went to the theater. I'd like evidence of anybody watching this in the theater. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't care if it's a... Uh, I just don't buy it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't buy it. And I'm a big fan of the masses. Yes, yes, you are. And that's why people. I like to refer to them. How are you doing, the masses? What should I like now, the masses? The masses. Cut to. Uh, but I just don't think anybody would go see that movie if you couldn't download it. And it was a fairly quick download. <laughs> because otherwise you're like, look, I need something to go to bed with. Right you know, it's now. funny you say that about a quick download because last night I tried to watch the whole movie Misery Loves Comedy. 
I'm in that movie. You are in that movie, and that's why I was going to watch it. And Uh-oh. my freaking uh, Wi-Fi was being really, uh, it wasn't cooperating with me. So once I finally got a uh, computer in my house to start uh, streaming it, I only got through like the first 40 minutes. But you're in like the first two. You know what people in Syria are going through right now? And you're going to complain to me? can't believe it. Last night uh, I was going to watch uh, Misery Loves Com- Comedy. Guess what? The Wi-Fi is moving like molasses. <laughs> oh, I've suffered. St. Paul. It's easy for me? St. Paul problems. <laughs> is that where you live? Uh-huh. St. Paul problems, man. Yeah, you don't. First world problems. You don't get it. I, I did a joke on Twitter that got no nowhere, but it was like, uh, what's the first? Is it Mercury the first planet? Yeah. I said Mercury, first world problems. <laughs> it was some dumb thing like that. Something's wrong with Mercury. Oh, yeah. Mercury is too close to the sun. Mercury complains. First world problems. Yeah. Now maybe, maybe I should re- resubmit it uh-huh. instead of doing something with my life. I should just switch to tweets that six months after tweeting them, you say to yourself, I am a failure. Have you watched? So I'm curious. You're, you appear in Misery Loves Comedy. Have you watched the documentary? No, I haven't yet, and I'm such an idiot for everything. I'm an idiot about everything. Okay. But how can I not watch something with me in it? Right. I know. Yeah. And, I've, and also, Mr. Kevin Pollack sent me a copy of it. Ah, I had to pay five ninety nine. Oh, but I'm not in it. So that uh, makes sense. you know how I much money I made on that. <laughs> so, uh, did uh, how did that come across? Uh, I liked what I saw. I'm gonna. But was I in there uh, enough? That's no, my no, whole no, thing. no, Andy. Not That's enough. what I don't like. Yeah, not enough. If you're gonna use me for your documentary, documentary, if you interview me for an hour, I expect an hour of it to end up in the film. <laughs> I, my time is valuable. I can't just go uh, on everyone's project. I want a guarantee. I should have gone for final cut. You should. You should have. Uh, did they? Did they ever get to asking you about like who was uh, I, I, funny in your family? I don't know, but my dad was very funny in my yeah. family. Very. Fun. My whole family's funny, actually. In fact, that's one of the things that uh, let's uh, let's move this into a serious realm. <laughs> we've had enough frivolity. How long have we been doing? We've been on this show so far is. Uh, Four hours long. You know, any joke I do about exaggerating time or numbers, they can't be that funny. And yet I can't stop doing it. I forgot what the question was because of my ADHD. What was the question? Uh, oh, let's get serious. Funny. Funny in your family. Am I funny? My father, very funny. And, uh, oh, I was going to say that I never, I always wanted to be, to do something as a performer or something, you know, whether it was a musician or acting or something. But I, and I always loved com- comedy. But I never thought about being a comedian. And uh, so one of my theories is that when something comes, I don't want to say easy, but if something's natural to you, like I na- naturally want to make jokes, and that's the way my family is, you kind of don't, uh, igno- don't acknowledge it sometimes because it's, you almost think it's too easy. Yeah. You know? That makes sense. And so, like, I loved songwriting. I still love it, but it came harder for me. So maybe, not that I should have seen that as a sign, but if it takes you three years to write one song, <laughs> then maybe, unless you're planning on each one of them being number one with a bullet. I uh, I just saw something yesterday. Oh, on TMZ, one of my favorite TV shows. I do like that show. You probably hate it, don't you? Uh, 
Well, there's no way to like Harvey Levin. There's nobody walking around like uh, I heart Harvey Levin. Uh, I no, like they, that they. I like that they don't. Uh, as opposed to, I, I enjoy entertainment shows. I like that. Like, as opposed to Entertainment Tonight, well, they'll they'll uh, rip on someone, and then the very next episode, it'll be, it'll be like, "Here's our pal that we just shredded yesterday." But because they have something to promote, and they're willing to appear in our show, yeah. TMZ is straight. They're just you know making fun of everyone, basically. Right, but then you have to put up with the wacky voiceover, and then you have to look at Harvey sipping out of a thing. Yeah, that's a lot and of then a, the bullpens all of his falling on the ground. Uh, no, it's the thing that bothers me. It's just the uh, the obtrusive. A crummy stuff that they sure uh, yeah you got to watch him in his new thermos but they did a, something no no I mean like the actual like you know let's let's get to the, the when someone dies in a car accident let's get immediately there and broadcast his images yeah well that's no good that's no good I'm not saying they do that specifically but I'm going to suggest it <laughs> <laughs> they did a story yesterday Chris uh, Chris Tucker has a new comedy special on Netflix. And they were saying it took six years to put together, and some guy is suing him because this guy is claiming he wrote most of the material, and he didn't pay him. Oh, these are messy things. These How is that messy. possible? How is you know, that possible? My, I, I, well, my writers <laughs> sign a work with hire release. They have no claims. Whatever you write for Andy Kindler under the auspices of Andy Kindler Company remains my property. God, I swear to God... If I, why do I have to give examples that aren't any funnier than the intro, which wasn't that good? <laughs> Maybe if my illustration of this premise will drive it home. Hey, the auspices. So, what is? Can you tell what really happened from the all the? Uh... With Chris Tucker? Yeah. Uh, no, just that, uh, you know, it was the old, uh, they reached for him, they reached out to him, no comment, blah, blah, blah. But I, I don't remember. He's one. Of, I always, I'm always fascinated by guys that uh, I have no memory of him doing stand up. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen him do stand up either. But I thought he was very funny in whatever movie I saw him in, which was maybe with Jackie Jan. <laughs> yeah, the Rush Hour. Jackie Jan. That can't be the name. Yeah, he seemed like a funny guy. He yeah. seems like a funny guy to yeah. me. But uh, there's a lot of people stand up that I haven't seen. Believe it or not, and I'm considered to be the foremost expert. In North um, of, on North American comedy, <laughs> a connoisseur. I'm a connoisseur in general, although I would say I'm a, a comedy gourmand. <laughs> Is it proper to to uh, pronounce the D at the end of that? I don't even know what the word is that I'm saying. I, don't uh, I was try. It's it's a word. I think it's a word that means like a glutton more than it means that they're uh, like if you're a gourmet person. Then you're. I can look it up for you. That's fine. You can look it up, but I. I, while I won't look that, it up. I have a question. Uh, Someone, uh, one of the listeners, call in now, please. Six five one nine eight nine. Yes, oh, and call in. I think it's a gourmand is someone who just is can just eat a lot. I doubt it, but why okay. don't I learn words? <laughs> take a class, get some higher education, and what I mean by higher education. I mean, studying abroad while smoking a spliff. It, this is gold, by the way. Damn these right. Jokes. These jokes were never said before. And, I, and the reason why they're, they're good is because I won't stop trying. A lot of people, after saying seven or eight things that aren't funny in a row, Bob Saget. I'm kidding. You know, Bob you know, Saget is a very funny man. 
Especially but he does I, say like uh, he does say like five things that it's like a volume thing. It, he's the best part of the Entourage TV show, from what I've heard. Going well, wait back a to second, that. you can't uh, you can't do no more hearsay opinions. Hi, I'm the hearsay critic. So this uh, this movie coming out, I haven't seen it, but I've heard things from what I've heard. This is the best of what I've heard. <laughs> You love Bob Saget. And it's no, no, I got to work on uh, No, no. That's my friend Ed Krasnick, a comedian. Starts out everything with no, no. How does that make any sense? It would be... I'm going to change it, things up again here. It would not, Please do. It would not be an appearance of Andy Kindler on this Ooh. podcast without discussing Letterman now that he's retired. Did well, you- that's a lie because this is the first time that he's been retired. <laughs> Why are you lying constantly? You just said that every time I come here... I talk about Letterman retiring. Uh, comma. You said it. You said it. Roll Semi- back. Colon. Roll back the tape if there was still tape. <laughs> Roll back the Edison spool. Yeah, it was very... Uh, I still think I haven't... Uh, hasn't registered yet that he's uh, gone off the air. Because I still have 30 left to see. Like, of savoring. Oh, the last 30 episodes, you mean? Yeah, about 30 of them. Yeah, I have 22. Yeah. <laughs> And there's a guy, I just saw, I saw, uh, I saw, you know, I keep, uh, I don't know, I'm not going to be crazy about it, but it is weird, I just, he's been around for so long, it's weird that he's not here, but it's kind of hard to think about it. Did you always, uh, you got one last appearance this year? I got one in uh, February. Yeah. And I did put another set together and submitted another set, but I didn't get it to them till like April or March, or it was no way I was going to get on uh, there. I, someone pointed out to me, and I don't know if you've heard this, that when they did that montage at the end of the last show, yeah, that you were possibly the only stand-up that they showed in that. Mm-mm. Were there others? No, they've showed. Uh, if you slow down the thing, they've showed. In fact, George Miller is right after me. Oh, I love George Miller. Oh, okay. Um, but they did have me in there, which yeah. I loved it. I couldn't even believe it. So it was th- totally thrilling, unexpected. And uh, were you working that night, or did you watch it live? I or? was. I forget where I was home. Okay. I was home, and but uh, my brother called me from the East Coast. That's how excited he was oh. about it. Because, you know, the first time you ever get on, like, uh, TV and the first time you do, like, a stand-up show, uh, everyone calls you and emails you. And, and then, then, like, after a while, they think, oh, it's old hat. And he doesn't need me to <laughs> say good job. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> Every time. I need, And I need more than that. Even when you didn't do something good, tell me I did something good. That's especially then. Do I want to be? Do I want? uh, I I don't want the truth around me. It makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) And you're on Marin again this season. I'm gonna be on. I'm going to be on tomorrow night. Oh, holy cow! My last episode of the batch. Okay. And my acting, unbelievable acting, says Acting Magazine, (laughs) steals the show. Acting.org. Acting.org. The highlight scene stealer says scenestealer.org. Yeah, I'm creating a lot of... You know, there's a lot of buzz around me recently. And, uh, is that the, right? Yeah, the doctor's thing is tinnitus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to keep that in my act, and I haven't been keeping it in my act. Now, my question is, why am I blowing it here? Now when all the people who s- listen to the podcast come back... That's fine. They will They will go, oh, we heard that this morning on episode 158. Boo! 
You know what's so Do weird? the older stuff. Older stuff. You know what's amazing about me is I like to do the insult kind of comedy where I make fun of the podcast, but then I feel terribly guilty about it afterwards. Well, that's nice to I'm hear. I'm always feeling guilty about everything. About everything. And that doesn't make me a better person. It's not like if I'm going, oh, I hope everyone at the club likes me. That's not good. That doesn't say something. You know what's nice about Andy? Is he's so insecure about how he feels about himself <laughs> that he's so concerned with how we feel. So... It's really not good. <laughs> Nobody likes me here anymore. They used to, I would hear, by t- this time when I used to come, I have played three rounds of golf already. <laughs> <laughs> they would have taken me to, I want to say Chuck E. Cheese. I can't, I need more references. Chuck E. Cheese is still around? Yeah, but it's not a reference that I would use. No. I was thinking like we used to go to TGI Fridays maybe after the show. I was, uh, I was, or Applebee's, TJ Fry's Applebee's, Applebee's. You know what I'm saying? Thank God for Applebee's, I say. Mm-hmm. Or Chili's. Don't ruin Chili's good name by throwing it in with Applebee's. Is Applebee's where you're eating good in the neighborhood? I think so. That's fantastic. <laughs> any neighborhood. I like any chain that is named the opposite of what it actually is. Corner store popping mom at home. Just, uh, just folks. <laughs> just local folks. Fresh, uh, fresh, uh, fresh bakery in small towns, small town down home like your mama likes it. Bakery. <laughs> like your mama likes it. I don't know. My mama, that's maybe I shouldn't talk you about You don't how. talk about my mama. No. It's occasionally when I'm singing the blues, I will say, <laughs> like my mama likes it. Is that a harmonica in your pocket? No, I'm just glad to be here, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. <laughs> I, I, re- I I can't do dick jokes. I won't do them. Well, I'll do them, but I won't be I won't be commit, uh, committed emotionally. <laughs> I w- it was so refreshing to read. I was reading an interview you did a few months ago, and something you said was so refreshing because now I know I'm not alone in disliking Josh Gad. Well. Yeah, I don't know if I dislike him. I just think he's ubiquitous. Hello? Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. No laugh track. What do you also, no vocabulary skills podcast? He's all over the place. I got, This morning, I went to the mailbox. He popped out. Son of a bitch. Unbelievable. I didn't really know his... I didn't see the Mormon thing. No, I didn't either. I just know that he's in it, and he's on everything that I turn my TV uh, on. Everything. I was watching... Uh, the, the the commercial came on for that Pixel movie, and I said to my... Uh, I said to Ashley, my fiance, I was like... I said, you know the number one reason I'm not going to see that movie is because this guy Josh Gad is in it. I don't even know why I don't like him, but he's just in everything. Is the Pixel movie where the Pixels save us from the monsters? I think... I think we're we're... I think Adam Sandler. <laughs> it's an Adam Sandler vehicle. And uh, Kevin, oh, Kevin James. James. When I think of Adam Sandler, I think of that, of Kevin James. Yes. Because they always shove him down my throat. <laughs> it's the two of them saving us from the uh, from the video game characters. Oh, my God. Dunk- is this based on a true story? <laughs> Should I be frightened? Don't go into this. Are you- be very afraid in a kitschy way. 
be very afraid, and it can't be. You haven't seen it? The, the, I saw a little promo. The animated Donkey Kong is throwing down barrels, and then Kevin James and Adam Sandler are about to fight it, and Kevin says, ah, come on, they're just a couple of barrels. What can be so bad? Oh, uh-huh. oh, God. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I didn't play those games. There, I, I played pinball. I played whatever the hell I was playing, electric football, where you put these players on a thing and you would plug it in and the board would vibrate. Oh, yeah. And you lost a toe. Those were toys. <laughs> when you would, you slinky. That's what I played with. And now you're coming at me where I have to know the references from Donkey Kong. Yeah. I don't care about Donkey Kong. Why, it might as well, do they do a thing about pogs in there? I don't know, but Qbert and Pac-Man. This can't be, why, okay, I understand why somebody writes a movie like this. Cry for help. Deep-seated hate, self-hate. But why do we have to see it? <laughs> this is where you want a studio executive to kill it. Kill it in the early stages. No, uh, I ended up watching the full trailer, the teaser trailer this morning. I watched the full three and a half minutes, so I would be fully informed. And the the story goes that uh, back in 1982, NASA sent up a time capsule into space, and now aliens found that, and then that's why they're coming back to fight us. Why? Wait, wait a second. Hold on. Yeah. Are you saying, oh, wait a minute now, this is really... Or this is what the movie says. <laughs> I'm confused. I don't even know. Oh, my I God. Think it's, real. it's like they ripped into, inside my uh, nostalgia. They put their hand in my nostalgia, and they squeezed my nostalgia balls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, see? And you said I couldn't, I, I wasn't, you know, like the new comics, edgy on the podcast. I was waiting for you to reference balls, and now you did. Yeah, I'll squeeze your balls. That used to be my catchphrase. <laughs> I'll squeeze you later. <laughs> I'll squeeze your balls later. Catch you on the rebound, doom down. Catch you on the rebound, homie. That's my new slogan. <laughs> why aren't you? Uh, why aren't you at Comic Con doing like a Bob's Burgers uh, panel? Well, I'm like not that? a series regular, but thanks for reminding me. <laughs> yeah. Usually they use the most popular, famous people from the casts. Oh, you've been out enough. <laughs> I, nobody wants, they want more people to watch the show. They're not over at Comic-Con to alienate. They don't want some of the panel taken up with, why is that guy? Why is, uh, why is old Jew man there, here? Oh, you do Mort. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm doing Mort. Not impressing me. No Mort panel. No, I have. I would love to do it though. Have so you signed you autographs as Mort? I no, I have not signed. Well, I haven't signed autographs at all. So that's not true. Amongst the categories, yeah, I've signed autographs when I force people to think that they asked me. Hi, mom. <laughs> Good to see you again. Would you like me to make that? Who you want me to make that out to? <laughs> you, Joan, mom. <laughs> yes, you are my sister, but I think that you more recognize me. From my re- recurring part as a Mort, the mortician on Bob's Burgers. <laughs> the cartoon character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've never been to a Comic-Con. And I love uh, comics books. But with, you know, more I, I read the, the quote, unquote, alternative comic books like Daniel Klaus and Harvey Picar. And... These guys here that work at the club were just telling me about the one that's written by Brian Posehn. Did you ever read that one, Deadpool? I have not. I've seen them. I have not, though. I mean, he's he's more his uh, he's in a different genre than I normally like, but he's great. Oh, okay. So I will read it. 
But uh, it's cool. Yeah, he writes them. And stuff, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what are the you, ones? What are you needling me because I have uh, uh, there's another area that I'm not producing in? <laughs> Andy, you know, brought, we're, they were talking about Brian. Po- the staff here was talking about Brian Posehn, how well he's doing. <laughs> and uh, how's your comic book coming along? I don't have one. You didn't bring along. Should your... you have done a pre-interview? Gra- graphic, and uh, <laughs> we could go over things to avoid probing <laughs> with me. Unbelievable! I I thought you were you had your uh, rough draft of your graphic novel along, but I was mistaken. I do a lot of the, I do doodling. I do play around in that genre. I, why why am I saying genre? I hate the word, and I hate me for saying it. But I do. I, I'm a water. I do watercolors, and then more recently, and all through, I've been doing drawings. But I mean, I don't draw like my heroes. Right, right, right. My heroes. <laughs> the most important thing when you're doing any kind of thing like art is to put yourself down first oh i can't do it well let's go <laughs> i actually am an egomaniac not an egomaniac but i always think that the thing i'm doing is going to be some kind of masterpiece that's my attitude going in for how long well no i mean i'm not like crazed about it i don't like i will say that i like this and even if i don't i will i will still sell it <laughs> as if it's great no while i'm doing something i like to think that it's going to be in the in the uh in the Louvre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the Leaning Tower of Pizza. I like to say pizza very hard. <laughs> hey, you been to the you been to Italy? Have you checked out the Leaning Tower of Pizza? What? No, it is pizza. <laughs> That's what's so amazing about it. What else would it be? It's a pizza from the fifteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. That's on the top of a of a pizza building. Oh my god. That was my impression of the least funniest person in the history of There's no way to find a less funny thing than I said even when they look at fossils. <laughs> Carbon dating fossils. Even when they go back millions of years. How did how did you celebrate the 4th of July this year, Andy? Like I usually do. Uh dangerously using fireworks. Hey, you know what would be fun? Let's see how long we can hold the firecracker before we throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've read the naysayers will tell us <laughs> you can hurt yourself, but any idiot can light fireworks several feet away. That's not fun. Our founding fathers wanted us to have less limbs. <laughs> No, I had fun. I actually went to see some friends in San Diego and uh, stayed in a, con- a condo on the beach. Nice. And slept and heard this, uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the sound of what's it called? The ocean. There you go. And went out to sleep every night. Went went to sleep within five minutes. I'm still tired right now from how much rest I got on that trip. And then occasionally I would hear in the a wind come up and say. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Oh, old man. The condo, the condo circuit. Uh, again, is there a category of worst premises to attempt humor with? Let's go with that one. <laughs> My new self-deprecation. And, you know, recently I've, I've started to put myself down. <laughs> Stick with it. It's going to build into something. I, I have a strong feeling. Do we get good responses to these podcasts for like when people writing in going, please have Andy Kindler back again? We, we, uh, if you, com- please comment. Where I'm asking right now, please comment on your thoughts on Andy Kindler's But no uh, crazy appearance. comments, like nothing that's going to make my wife cry. 
I told my wife. Did you bring her along this time? No, I did not bring her along. She had some. She loved coming here when she comes here, though. Yeah, but not always. I know people know. I'm very, very successful, and I have. I'm swimming in cash, which is actually not the best use of cash. <laughs> uh, but we can't always afford to uh, fly people out, and you won't pay as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> you haven't been getting the checks. I was told that this podcast included airfare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you were scheduled for last week, and you didn't show up. So, oh, okay. Yeah. My apologies. That's, that's my fault. Do you do what I do on the 4th of July and watch the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest? I think a hot dog eating contest are, is something that is not the root of all evil. It's not something that will end civilization, but it's close. No, I haven't. Is it what you watch it? I honestly watch it every year. And uh, I knew you, that I wasn't going to be home this year, so I set the DVR just so I could watch it later in the day. That's how much. Why I like do you it. like? What do you? How long is the show, by the way? Uh, the event itself takes takes ten minutes, but they have fifty minutes. So it's a one hour show. Oh. They have fifty minute lead in with these over the top announcers that make it seem like it's the you know Ali versus Frazier, but it's just a bunch of. Are they funny commentators? Are they real? Uh, I I th- I think they're in on the joke that it's that it we shouldn't be taking it seriously. And if they're not, then I guess the joke's on me because I'm laughing. But. Do they talk about the winds coming from the southwest? Slight breeze should favor the guy who's shoving them in really hard. There was a new chance. Oh, the wind's with him. The wind is with his. Oh, I certainly hope four contestants don't die again this year from clogging up. Oh, we found out that you could hurt yourself shoving meat down your gullet. Do you know how the winning uh, total this year? How many? 62, well, which is not a record. And, and how, how long do they get to eat Ten them? minutes. Because I could do that over a week and a half. <laughs> right. Ten minutes. Hot and dog and bun. do they have bun. to swallow them? Uh, yes. Regurgitation equals disqualification. Uh, isn't that true Ooh, in life that. in general? <laughs> you yeah. should. Uh, 62 was the winner this year. Not a record. There was a new winner who beat the guy that had won eight years in a row. And Oh, he's won the, and he really won the last eight years till this year? Yes. Oh Joey Chestnut, and my favorite part is last year, uh, they they broadcast his, out of nowhere, he gets down on one knee during the show last year and proposed to his girlfriend. Did she say yes? Yes. So this year, I'm looking forward to the update, like maybe she shows up and she's pregnant, or who knows. Well, about halfway through the show, the, they gave the update that they had broken up, and oh she wasn't God. there, and then they're like, they're going, well, it was a bad year for Joey Chestnut, he's now lost the championship and his girlfriend. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, I think it's he's lucky because I know she a woman like that would have broken up with him definitely when he lost. Right, right, right. Oh, streak's over. Guess what's also over? <laughs> sure, people will say, "Did you was it your initial attraction to watching someone shove hot dogs?" That I don't know what I'm saying. It sounds like a sexual joke. I just want to say to Joey Chestnut and his family. <laughs> I apologize. How much money is there in the hot dog eating game? You know, someone asked me that, and I don't know, but I do know that they get uh, the... Free hot dogs? Please don't tell me that. That was going to be my joke. No, they get a mustard-colored uh, belt. The mustard belt. You're making me sick to my stomach. You know what? I had to have my stomach opened up and sewn uh, because I was injured from uh, a, hot, a hot dog eating contest. Wow, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer. What if I told you I have a mustard color... I have an, I have, I have an unattractive colored belt. Oh, for for formal wear? But does no. it keep your pants up? No. 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 It's decorative. <laughs> you know how someone could be the world heavyweight championship guy? Like that. 
but for hot dogs. <laughs> and it's got a, a relish. It fastens with a. It fastens with relish. I wear it with relish. Come on, folks. That's Come funny. On. In the pun world, it's <laughs> a semifinalist. Yeah. I wear my mustard belt with relish, <laughs> says uh, Johnny Chestnuts. Matt Stoney is the new champ. Know that name. Matt Stoney. Stoney. Was he stoned? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I, I would be stoned. Yeah. Which is what I'm just saying to get through watching it. <laughs> Stoney. Remember it. All right. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to remember it. Okay. Do you want me to make a mental note? Because they're very ineffective. <laughs> Tweet it. I'll make a mental note. All right. Uh-oh. 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 Is that your meter? No. That is a an item I'm watching on eBay is expiring in 15 minutes. And what is it that you're trying to buy? This is so much fun. Are you, are you doing this in the time machine? <laughs> Bidding for stuff on eBay? Yes. Wow. Uh, I wish that was the whole thing was a scam, eBay, that you never got the items and you just lost your money. That would not be good. No, I don't know why I said that. That would not be good. Are you uh, are you selling any wares at the shows these days? Am I? No, it's a very sad story. I have a CD coming out on AST Records that should have been out by now. Oh. I blame them and I blame myself. When, why it hasn't come out. It will come out. When will that be dropping? It'll be dropping at the end of the year. And if not... Uh, you know, the, all the stuff, I made sure to include a lot of stuff that I thought would be funny in the future when I did it. So I I have things like, um, hey, where'd you get that coat with bitcoins? <laughs> and I did not predict Periscope. Oh, no. <laughs> Down Periscope. Uh, dear Twitter followers, I had to cancel my Periscope in the subway because of the signal. <laughs> well, that's kind of like later. we're in here underground. Yeah, because the last thing I would want now would be people watching us. That's true. On a periscope. Okay, why don't you just get like a, a like a flasher to follow you around? <laughs> it made no sense. That didn't. But that's fine. I'm gonna tweet. Can you just tweet through periscope? So people can watch me. <gasps> <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. I could be. How about the fu- funny face periscoping all day long? Because all you need to do is get a sponsor. They don't care what it is. Yeah. Organic, uh, non-GMO, licorice, whatever I'm using, whatever I've got. Gum. How are you? Uh, we always talk, actually always talk about the um, energy drinks. Where are you on those? I'm done with energy drinks. Really? But they don't. I mean, I had one. It was getting so bad that I had to use a hand cart for the the, the the brand I was enjoying. It was like a large, I think it's a, a drum where you normally, it's like store oil. Uh, and it had a spout at the top, and I had an IV, and four other funnier items. <laughs> and it had taurine, it had caffeine, it had caffeine from Garana. It had had Garana devised caffeine. It had green in it. It was green number seven. Okay, uh, and then a proprietary blend. Our proprietary blend with numbers of items that you don't know what they are to begin with. So how would you know whether fourteen hundred milligrams is enough of Astrologus root, dandelion hair? Oh my God, I've been. Sp- 
I'm flying on the dandelion extract. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hire me for your energy uh, drink uh, podcast <laughs> or to entertain at a Red Bull function, I'm available in general. <laughs> do you feel like I, I stole focus again? Or do you feel like when I'm here, you don't have to even do anything. You just sit back and wind me up and go, 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 go. Uh, were you eavesdropping on me last night? Yes, I know what you were thinking. I heard hammering for a second. I want a head to roll. <laughs> I want that when the head rolls. I want it to sound like that thing being. Do you remember banged. The, the historic first episode of you and I uh, of your first appearance on this podcast where they had the creaky doors? Our radio play. Yes, that was the best. Come on. Oh, uh-huh. come in, Doctor Wenskin. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it looks a little scary in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, podcast number 112 is brought to you by WD-40. WD-40. Get your D-squeak on. Come on. Get your D-squeak on? I am putting out material during this podcast that could power nine uh, poor, poorly uh, uh, executed careers. <laughs> I could franchise what not doing well. That's what I should do. If I had 15 of me around the country right now, not drawing, <laughs> I can make a lot of money in this business. Will there be an Andy Kindler uh, uh, hologram when you're gone for doing performances of your material? I wish there was. You know, I saw a hologram uh, years and years ago in like the mid-90s, and it was like uh, Ditka, Mike Ditka. Uh, yeah. And a little, it's like, a, it was. I swear to God. I thought that Mike Dicker was in that block of whatever it was. How do they do it? That's all I want to know. It's like a, what is that, a hologram? What are you, not here? I couldn't do, if I had to do something like that, I couldn't do it. I mean, maybe I could be the professor on Gilligan's Island. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think I'm, I really think that I've uh, run out of, I ran out of material. Well, I don't, I've never had material, but maybe I've run out of the effort to try and execute it. I understand. It Could you tell my my energy's flagging? <laughs> Can you cut. put a? Do you have a, a an equalizer to make me sound more upbeat? We, we'll put on the uh, low energy warning in the last <laughs> ten minutes. It'll it's a little flashing sound. Warning, warning. The yeah. following material. Please avoid heavy machinery. I do uh, one last thing, sir. Very, one very last thing. I brought because right, my publicist is outside with my entourage yes, out there, and they're about ready to whisk me over to. Uh, Seven or other eight, uh, eight interviews. <laughs> I appreciate the time. Um, After I, my re- whining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I brought my friend Matt Cohen along today. Cool. And we were talking about uh, we were talking about comedy uh, before we got up here, and he was saying like he was telling me some stories about like the comedy clubs he's gone to, and he remembered going to see Nick Swartzen and Jimmy Walker do a show here in town like 15 years ago, where I believe Jimmy Walker must have been the headliner, right? And Swartzen was probably the opener. And uh, he said that throughout the show, people were yelling up for Jimmy Walker to say dynamite, and he oh. wouldn't do it. Well, I, don't, I mean, at this point, I don't blame him because it just never stops. That's what happens to him all the time. Yeah. But uh, what, what if that's all you're known for? Well, are you predicting my future? <laughs> this has nothing to do with you. It doesn't? Other than I want your thoughts on that. Oh, I, I think it's depressing. I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say about it, really, because... Um, the yelling kid dynamite. He doesn't want to say 
Is it Kid Dynamite? Dynamite. Dynamite. It's not Kid Dynamite. Di- Where do I get Kid out of it? Dynamite. I'll do it. <laughs> if that helps. Anybody who, anybody who goes, uh, were you sad that he didn't yell it? But but didn't you think that the person demanding it was weird, too? Hey, please, please, all I want, I've paid $30 so that I can come see you in person and yell at you to do your catchphrase. I don't think they should do it, but I don't think that he should be doing whatever he's doing. How is his show other than that? Yeah, pretty, good. A, pretty good. Pretty uh, good. Hook him up to a lie detector. <laughs> Your memories goes in and out, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I I would say if you want to, if, if this is a, um, if the question is, what would, what do I think? I I don't think people should yell out that he does dynamite, and I don't think she'd have to say dynamite. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but again, please at the Acme shows, if you come this week, I will yell dynamite. And you also use your catchphrase, get her, get her done. Yeah, get her done. I sold it to Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, yeah. Do you have the copyright on that, or does? He has the copyright on. No, for those listening and are going to be running to their lawyers, that was not my catchphrase. Mine was same old, same old. <laughs> Just shows to go you. Twenty four seven. Hate hate the player, not the player. Play the hater. That that's the one. That's the one that's going to stick. I don't think that's my wallet, Gertrude. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm stuffed. I couldn't touch it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't need it. All right, Bob Fosse. Take a powder. What? I don't know. Andy. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I got tired towards the end. I'm sorry for everything I've done or any insult that I may do in the future. I'm sorry that I apologize for things that I say. But I do look forward to coming on the show every year. I look forward to having you on the show. I have fun every year. I wouldn't say it's the highlight of my year. I wouldn't say it's the best thing even on this day every year. (laughs) I wouldn't say it's... uh, No, I always have fun, so I'm not going to sell it out anymore. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you, Andy. Uh, Good luck in Montreal. Yeah. Sorry we didn't talk about that more. Sorry again. Sorry. (laughs) 